start, I have a question for you. So my, I haven't got one game changer. I have two game changers today. They are related. Shout out as soon as you get the names. They are a mum and a grandma. They are only mentioned once in the Bible. Their son and grandson was called Timothy. Now, people did know in the last service, and we know who they are. Ah, we have the daughter, Eunice and Lois. See, I knew you'd know. I knew you'd know. They are my game changers today. Now, they're only mentioned in the Bible one time. But I think it's really significant for what they are mentioned for. And it's for their faith. The faith and the legacy that they left in Timothy got them a mention you know, in the greatest book of all time. I saw saw a quote this week, and it was, someone is sitting in the shade today because someone planted a tree long ago. That was by Warren Buffett. And the whole point being, you know, we talk about it a lot, you know, we sow mustard seeds, we sow seeds, and we may not see the result, but other people get to sit in the shade of our legacy. So Paul was talking to Timothy, and 2 Timothy 1.5 says, I remember your genuine faith, for you share the faith that first filled your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I know that same faith continues strong in you. Now we don't, like I said, we know very little about Lois and Eunice, but as far as we know, you know, they didn't carry out any heroic deeds, they didn't lead any nations, they didn't preach to thousands but they left a huge legacy. Now, you may be sitting here thinking, but what can I do? I can't stand up in front of children or young people. Now, believe me, I know they can be scary. This is more scary. I don't have any expertise in communicating. So what can I do? I can't run a ministry. What can I do? Well, maybe you won't do any of those things. But you can impact the next generation or the current generation. We always say the next generation, but, you know, we have junior leaders serving from age 11 and upwards. They come and actively serve in Discovery Kids. It's about our current generation. Or, in fact, just impacting anybody around you. I was saying earlier, you know, when I first got involved in Discovery Kids... I wasn't going to be doing any teaching, anything like that. The only reason I got involved was because I was friends with Nicola and she was taking on the kids' work. And I thought, well, okay, I can't teach, I can't do that, but I can work a computer. So let me sort the rotors. I can paint trees. Let me make some sets. So I just did everything behind the scenes. All I, wanted to, all I knew was is that Nicola needed some help. And I had two hands and I could help. So that's what I did. Um, no training. My only qualification was that I had three kids of my own. But I just wanted to help in any way that I could. So I did. Or maybe you're sitting here thinking, well, I'm not a parent and I'm not a grandparent. In fact, why am I even sitting in this family service this morning? This can't possibly be for me. But it doesn't matter. 
we can still impact the lives of those around us. Now, you've probably heard um, the African saying, which is, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. But how about if we think about it takes a church to raise a child? In Deuteronomy 6, verse 5 to 7, Moses calls all the Israelites. He doesn't say mums and dads want to have a quiet word. He calls the whole Israelite nation together. Parents, aunts, uncles, friends, cousins, neighbours. And he makes this charge to them. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give to you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road. When you lie down and when you get up. It's just part of our daily lives. So I just want to share three easy ways that you can leave a legacy like Eunice and Lois. So first, let your faith be an example. Not half-hearted, but full of life. Like Moses said, with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength. And Lois was born into a traditional Jewish family. So she'd have been brought up to study the scriptures, you know, carry out their traditions. But then she chose to follow Jesus. She chose to make her faith active. And rather than hiding it away, we can see that she lived it out. Lived it out as an example that her daughter and then grandson followed. She showed it in her daily life. It was very visible. Um, We talk about things being caught and not taught. You know, and the actions speak louder than words. And that is so true. You know, we live out when people can see our faith in action. That has a huge impact. Paul talks about their sincere faith. Lois's sincere faith that was observed by Eunice and then by Timothy. Her godly influence was stronger than anything else. So we know that Eunice was married to a man who wasn't Jewish wasn't a Christian, so that would have been Timothy's dad. But even though he was there, the mum still, a mum and grandmother, had the biggest influence over Timothy's life, just dropping little things into his spirit day by day. The second thing is, is to love love and then just keep loving. You know, especially over this past year, we've often heard, you know, just be kind. Just be kind. It's that simple. It doesn't need to be a big thing. So like I say, Eunice had married outside her faith and her Jewish upbringing. And I wonder what Lois felt felt about that. It probably pulled at her heartstrings. But there's no mention of judgment or condemnation or, Eunice, are you doing the right thing here? She just loved. She just loved. And Eunice learnt that love and then passed it on to her son as well. It was just sincere and genuine. And Eunice and Timothy saw that in her. So showing the love of Christ can have the biggest impact on anybody's life. You know, we, you know it says in the Bible that because we love one another, people will know that we're Christ's disciples. And sometimes it's easy to put the judgment hat on and say, well, I wouldn't do that and I wouldn't do this. But ultimately showing love is the biggest thing. You know, and Emily said, you know, if the one thing you can do is show love to the kids, that's, you've done it. 
and we talk about on a Sunday morning, if the kids walk out and they're happy and they know Jesus loves them, they can forget anything else that we've taught them. But that's a win. If they know Jesus loves them, that's a win. And lastly, pass it on. So Paul talking to Timothy again later on. He says, but you must remain faithful to the things you have been taught. You know they are true. You know you can trust those who taught you. Can you be a consistent person, you know, passing on this information so that those that listen to you can trust what you say? You have been taught the Holy Scriptures from childhood, and they have given you the wisdom to receive the salvation that comes by by trusting Christ Jesus. Which is what Lois passed on. That was her legacy. So we need to choose, on, choose to pass on that message. Not just be an example, but to pass on. As it says, Timothy learned from the knowledge he was given. He then made his own commitment to follow Christ. Now you might be the only influence in a child's life, the only godly influence in a child's life. You might be the only one who can drop those little biblical truths into their heart while they're growing up. You might be the only one that prays for that child. So don't doubt the impact that can have. Even when you say just praying. But if praying is the only thing you can do, do it. You may not see the result. But it's something all of us can do. Lois and Eunice just lived their lives. But they lived out their faith. They loved and they passed it on. As far as we know, there was no miracles, no big campaigns, no big preaching events. But what they passed on to Timothy had a huge impact, you know, across the world. Now, I read another quote this week that, you know, just sort of settled something in my heart. And it says, all good men and women must take responsibility to create legacies that will take the next generation to a level that only, sorry, that only we can imagine. You know, and we've said to these guys that come and serve with us, it's like we, you know, us, older guys, we can only just begin to imagine what they are going to go ahead and do over the next, you know, weeks, months, years, decades. We've got no idea what they are going to achieve. And it's just, you know, it blows my mind what they are going to do over and above you know, the small amount that we've managed to do. So I have two challenges for you today. So as a parent or a grandparent sitting in here this morning, who can you invite into your child's or your family life? Who do you want to influence you and your family? Who do you want to feed into your life? Who do you want to pray over your family? And we talk about this when we do dedication services. You know, when people come and they've just got their young children and they're bringing them and saying, who do you want to influence your child? Be purposeful. Ask people for advice. Ask people to feed into and be part of your family circle. And for others of you sitting in here, and parents as well, what can you do to influence a child's life? How can you play a part? How can you be a game changer? Well, first of all, we've mentioned it. We can all pray. 
We may not have the time, we may, not have, we may not think we've got the abilities to actually come and serve, but we can all for sure pray. And if you want to pray, let us know. You know, we can give you specifics. We can say, you know, do you want to pray for our two-year-olds? Have you got a heart for our youngest children? We can give you a list of surnames that you can pray over to make it personal. You know, let us know if you want to pray and, you know, stand with us. It's the most important thing you can do. And Laura talked about um, this older couple that had approached us. And it was while we were in lockdown. And the lady, in fact, already served. She served behind the scenes. She used to come in each week and proofread our work. Bless her. (laughs) Um, And she sent me a message. She said, I'm sending you this before I get too scared. We've been serving at MKCC for a long time. And we have families and five grandchildren. And our, par- and our kids tell us that we're good grandparents. So we wondered if Grandma and Papa could be used in Discovery Kids. And I just like messaged about, I said, yes! <laughs> you know, grandparents. So they came, they've been in, they've come and visited even during lockdown. And even on the first week they were in. Well, firstly, it blew them away to see all the kids worshipping. But they've just got such a heart and they were just like, we just want to come and share Jesus with the kids. We just want to come and sit and talk and play, you know, and be grandparents for some of these kids that maybe haven't got grandparents. You know, Discovery Kids is very easy. You just can come and sit and play. It really is that easy. (laughs) As you've probably got from listening to Emily and Kyle. But anybody can do it. Anyone can do it. So I would encourage you at the end, if there's, maybe you're not sure about where you can serve, maybe you're not sure if you can serve or what you can do, but at the end, Catherine, Kaylee, and Hannah will be around either in here or out in the foyer. And if it's just something that's just pricked in your heart, say, actually, I'm sure there's something I can do, Infuse or Discovery Kids, then come and let us know, and we'll be in touch with you. Um, you don't need to sign your life away. Well, you do, but we won't tell you that till later. But come and let us know anything that you want to do to get involved. We would love you to get involved in what we're doing and making an impact. In the, it's not the next generation, it's now. It's our generation. And we would love you to do that.